We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Welcome to Roto Grinders today. I'm Jordan Cooper, aka Blender Edge, Blender HD. If you want to follow me on Twitter, and it's Tuesday, February 6th. So you know what that means on Tuesdays. We got Tuesdays with Tim. Tuesdays with Tim. It's alliteration. We can we can with Tuesdays with Tim because we're we got NHL on Tuesdays now, right? We football's kind of wrapping up. We got the Super Bowl coming up uh on Sunday. We'll we'll talk about some Super Bowl showdown stuff and some prop stuff later in the week. But we got some NBA tonight, so I mean, you could uh, check out Crunch Time and and uh, Grinders Live later today. So click on that like button, hit the subscribe button, hit the notification bell to always know when we go live. Tim, it's, it's post All Star break in the NHL. I was also on vacation for about a week and a half to two weeks. So how was your cruise? How was your like cruises? They were fine. They were good. They were good. Yeah. Uh, of course, of course, uh, I, I get home and it, and uh, our dog almost died. How how's the dog doing? How's the dog doing? Dog's doing much much better, much better now. Good. Apparently, Good. apparently he's diabetic, so we just okay. found that out, and basically that's the, for for a week and a half. Uh, he he lost a whole bunch of weight or whatever, but we took him to the vet. Everything's fine as of now, yeah. as of right now. Right, but right, rusty on the NHL streets because I'm looking through yes. some of this stuff and I see people have been traded, lines have been changed. Right, I'm looking through here, but it's an eight-game slate, and my first instinct is Boston power play one. I mean, just like Pasternak and like my first instinct is to, is to play either one of Pasternak or McKinnon, and then yeah. figure figure out the rest. Right, that's my. I mean, of course, they're the two most expensive players on the slate, but I mean, Boston is the biggest favorite on the right. slate the power play and even strength one is so correlated to each other because they're all on pp1 uh van remsdick and zaksha is are, are both like 4300 3900 
Can you can you give me a case why I shouldn't be playing Boston today? Uh, I, yeah. Other than ownership, I say, I would say that's the only case. Um, I agree with you. That is a very very strong stack. I think they're going to be very very popular. Um, you know they are at home. Uh, they I think they're pretty much have the highest implied team total, other than maybe Florida and um dallas maybe has a higher total also but i mean they're right up there with the highest totals on the board so yeah i don't have a really compelling case uh not to play boston one other than ownership um but just real you know i mean we'll talk about other teams there are other i don't think ownership is really going to condense too heavily though on one particular team uh, or stack because there are some really really good spots on the board today uh so I don't. I don't think that Boston one is going to get too overly chalky, um, be, uh, because uh, I think this slate. And the other thing about this slate as a whole, I think pricing is really, really soft. So uh, across the board, not just not just with Boston one, but um, other than Colorado one, you can get some really, really good correlated lines uh, for really cheap price tags. Well, I mean, Edmonton, I guess, is another expensive one, but I don't think I don't yeah. necessarily think they're in the, the best of spots against Vegas. But I mean, even take well, take a look at Vegas, even their first line. I mean, it seems like a lot of it. You're right. It seems like you could get a lot of correlated lines with good players, at least one or two, pretty decently. I mean, we have the uh here on Roto Grinders, if you have our projections, right? Sign up for Roto Grinders Premium. Click on that link, look in the description, get $10 off your first month. You'll get all of our projections, the slate summary, the expert survey. We also get like the DFS stack values. So I always take a look at this. I mean, obviously, you could run in lineup, you could run, I could run 300 lineups in lineup HQ with like, you know, stack rules and end up getting, oh, why am I getting so much of this? It's like, well, from a value perspective, I sort by the value column. And then I look for the average projection to be fairly high. And I look and I go, okay, where, where's the value from a stack perspective? And we see here, Boston won even strength right down here, 12.48 average projection, very high up in the value list. But I mean, there, there's a couple of teams here from that show up from a value standpoint that I don't know. It's kind of like, I feel like I play them and then I, doesn't work out like Montreal, Washington. <laughs> I mean Vegas. Yeah. I mean Vegas here, and then we also have a New Jersey one, right against Colorado. Hishier, Palat, and Brat together. Yeah, yeah. I mean, other than I mean Boston is favored now. Washington is favored. Like, I mean the Washington Montreal game. I mean. I know Montreal that, ga- that game that game is loaded with with perceived value. You know what I mean? Washington. Right. I think I think is that, that's lo- the that's yeah. the best way to put it. You use the perceived value. I just look at this and go, dude. I you know how often I've played like Montreal one, like Suzuki, Caulfield, Slavkowski, Matheson. You know how often I've played, you know, Washington's power play, and the, the game is like two to one, and it's right. like it's it's there, like you. You get points, but like, like I know Ovechkin's fifty nine hundred. It feels like that's still way too cheap. For I, I'm so 
I, I'm so curious to see what he comes in for ownership because he is so far past his prime, but he's priced for being so far past his prime. So, and he's in, in an amazing matchup. So, uh, you know, I'm really curious to see where Ovi comes in owned. Um, I'm also really curious to see where this line two comes in owned because you do get correlation on the power play one and you get a super, super cheap, even strength line also. Imagine playing Ovechkin and Oshie together. Like, how old is your lineup? <laughs> it's pretty. It's pretty old, right? It feels yeah. like it feels like if I were to if what what I would want to do, like I feel like, I mean, obviously it shows in our stack values, like playing Ovi with Strom, Pacioretty, and Carlson. Like right. to me, the to me, I I I don't mind playing like out of all the Capitals, I feel the most comfortable with Carlson. Because mm-hmm. he projects well for 5,600. He's going to be on the ice a lot. And getting double digits out of your out of your defender slots, especially in GPPs, is like almost paramount. Right. All these other guys, like Pacioretty could show up with two shots and that's it. Right? Yeah. Ovechkin yeah. get it. Ovechkin's going to have three shots and that's it. And like, like, because they're not a high volume team. It's like the matchup makes them project better right but well it's, I, and their I, prices like i don't i never see the cap when do the capital score seven goals i mean it's it's rare it seems like there yeah, are there other was... spots in the slate for ceiling that i'd rather yep. i'd rather i'd rather take a shot too truthfully i'd rather take a shot on 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 the devils i'd rather take a shot mm. and i'm not a big fan of that i'm not vegas and the thing is also with the devils What's going on with the uh, like I said I'm I'm coming back from vacation I've yep. played NHL DFS in probably two and a half weeks uh, what's going on with the, the Avalanche goalkeeping situation because we have a projected goalkeeper on a favored team that's 6500 I mean that's got to be... say that that's going to be chalk right that's definitely that's definitely going to be chalk definitely um, yeah so. Um, I I, ex- I don't expect New Jersey to get a ton of ownership. Maybe that line one gets some some ownership. Maybe just uh, plot as a one off because he's thirty one hundred on PP one. But um, yeah, that Colorado goalie is going to be um, very very popular. I assume. But that makes me want to play the Devils more. Like yeah, if, if no, Adam I mean, is going to be that, twenty thirty yeah. percent owned, I mean. His year, Palat, Brat type of line. Even if, dude, even if you just play two of them or something, if you if if you just play, you know, even even with like a, like a Nemec at defender or Hughes at defender, like I'm not even saying you have to pay 6,600 for Brat. I mean, Toffoli's on the second line; he's cheaper, but he still correlates on the power play. Right. But I mean, if a lot of people are going to play, not like in their non-Ananin lineups, you may find a lot of Palat as a one-off. And my attitude mm-hmm. is, is that if a lot of people, you know, when there's these these chalk one-offs, like the way to differentiate yourself is either not playing the one-off or playing the one-off in a correlated way where, you know, Palat ends up with 18 points, but that also means his year has 20 and Brad has 23 or something. You know, the Devils score five goals, but people have the Palat, but they don't have the other guys. Because Palat's yeah, success, I mean, Palat's success is going to, if Palat scores a goal, it's going to, I mean, one of these other guys, I mean, these other guys are going to get points and they're not going to be nearly his own. 
So like you and I like we'll play that three max two uh, two twenty two tonight or or something like that. I, I don't mind doing that New Jersey play in a smaller or excuse me a uh, larger field tournament uh, to get leverage off that shot goalie. But I don't think I'd do that in a smaller field uh, a single entry or GPP. Um, if that what's makes that, sense. What's the reason you don't like that that the the lack of? I mean the Devils are obviously significant underdogs right right i'm not i'm not Um, like i get i get your point that typically in uh in smaller field contests i tend to play play the teams that are projected to score a bunch of goals right right like if you just stick to that and the pricing is soft enough on this slate right where you could where you're like you could you could pay for two teams that are favorites If right? the, if so the like, Devils still had if the Devils still had Jack Hughes, that'd be different. But this team is like yeah, but Jack Hughes would be ninety six hundred. It's a it I, I know, but I mean he, he has he has he's like a top five player though. You know, like th- th- that would greatly increase the Devils' ceiling in my you know obviously you know. Um, and I don't think people would necessarily want to pay up for him. Um, so so, did, so just, do you do you think from a cheap ceiling perspective, do you think Vegas? Like like that Vegas one or power play one on Vegas because Vegas is favored against Edmonton. Right. I mean, I'm not a big fan of playing Vegas either, but I mean they're in a, I mean they're in a better spot than the Devils are. I mean, where where do you, where do you where do you get this this value? Like if you're gonna play something like Boston one, if you're gonna play something like uh, like like Florida, who I think are a little bit overpriced, but they definitely have a ceiling. If you're gonna play or or like Vancouver or something that not a good spot, but they have a ceiling, or if you're gonna play Colorado, obviously very yeah. expensive. Like, where does this value come from in a spot where the team is is not as big of an underdog as the Devils are? Yeah, well, I mean, da- uh, Dallas has the highest implied total on the entire slate, and that the, their whole team is too cheap. The the but who entire you team. The problem with Dallas, Dim. The problem with Dallas. Is whenever I play line one, line two scores, and whenever I play power play one, power play two scores, and whenever yeah. I, whenever I I play uh, one defenseman, the other defenseman has twenty five points. I mean, like, like to me, like, like I think it makes it easier now that Pavelski is not on line one anymore, right? Right. I mean, I like Robertson as a one off, but I think a lot of people are going to like Robertson as a one off also. A lot of people are a lot of people are gonna like that Dallas one. I don't mind going to Dallas two and GPPs, and I think there's contrarian ways to play the power play too. Like go Pavelski, Ben uh Eskinen, you know, like leave off hints and Robertson or something like like that. So um yeah, like I think there are contrarian ways that you can play Dallas. Uh they're in an amazing spot tonight. But I mean, but they're also one of those teams that they could score five goals and all the points could spread about amongst all these people. True. True. Right. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's tough. Um, yeah, I don't I don't mind Vegas. I don't mind Vegas GPPs. Line one would be, be be my preferred line, but even line two is decent also. Um, so um yeah, I, I don't mind Vegas. How about from a value perspective, the Montreal, Montreal never works out for me. I, was like I, I would there. not. Yeah, Caulfield's the only guy. Line one would be the only line. The rest of this team, 
I don't even know who a couple of these guys are, uh, to be honest with you. Um, so yeah, Tanner Pearson mid price getting power play one time. I guess that's okay too, but I wouldn't touch anyone from line line two, line three, line four, other than Pearson. Uh, Pearson, you, know, you have to also understand that Pier- if you're going to play Pearson in like cash games, right? Like Pearson is someone that has no floor. Like essentially, right. you're playing him for a goal. I mean, it's like one of those, right? Whenever you, whenever, whenever you're playing, you know, a a a a, a, a one-off power play from a secondary line types of players, they may project well because their mean is high because it's very heavily weighted towards goals. But when they don't score a goal, you're sitting there wondering why you only have one and a half points. Is that one shot? And it has only right. played 13 minutes, right? Yeah. It's like one of those types. To me, I view them as, as GPP plays more than cash plays. But I'm not even sure that if you're pl- like if you're playing cash today, I don't even think you have to get Pearson. You're probably no. playing Pal- like like you're playing Palat in that spot anyway. And I don't think right. I don't think you need. Would you say I don't think you need to play a lineup that's Pasternak and McKinnon and like double? No, I, I I agree. I agree with you. Pricing is so soft in the mid tier today. You don't have to go stars and scrubs at all. Uh, so looking at the at mid, more of them like in, in the mid tier. Uh, we got we got this like the the Winnipeg, like these two. Like, it feels like there's some games where I'm. I'm not a fit. It almost feels like I don't even want to play anyone in the game. Like I like I take a look at Carolina, Vancouver. Right. I just feel it feels like anytime Carolina and and I don't like playing teams against Carolina, and then I don't like playing Carolina themselves. But it seems like they've they've moved around their lines a little bit. That maybe yep. makes it a little more appealing. But it just feels like Carolina ends up being like whack a mole. Like, I think, like, Sebastian Aho is like, okay, you can play him, and then good luck figuring out what line scores and what happens because they spread it out amongst even the fourth line and multiple defenders, whether it be Burns or Jay or whatever, Slavin or... Yeah. And then Vancouver, yeah, I mean, Vancouver's just overpriced now. And, Carol- and Carolina's goalie tonight is men price also. We have two men price goalies. So, and Carolina's an even bigger favorite uh, than Colorado. So he might end up being jockey. Kochekov. Well, that also may take ownership away from Annan also. Right, right. Maybe the contrarian, maybe the contrarian, I would, this is what someone is going to say in our Discord, by the way. Join the best NHL Discord in the business. Rotogrinders.com slash Discord. You don't even need Twitter. You don't need X. You don't need a news service. You don't need nothing. Everything is posted in the NHL Discord. So if anyone's in, out, blind shifts, the morning skates, any news, suspensions, who knows, trades, post it in there. You don't even have to worry about it. Uh, uh, what was I talking about? Uh, uh, taking away it? ownership from... Uh, 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 oh, yeah. someone was going to say, if people are going to play che- these cheap goalkeepers... It's going to be contrarian to pay up a goalkeeper. Yes, definitely. But the yeah. thing, but the thing is, is that goalkeeper scoring is so number one yeah. variant and so kind of a little bit more fl- flatter than the pricing structure. That 
Like I wouldn't use that as a priority of your like your your strategy. Like if you right. end up with a, a, a if you end up with a Bobrovsky or uh like who else who else is who is is up here? Hello Hello back. Hello back at 8200. Yeah, hello right. They yeah. they're going to project well, but I mean like Jerry projects well uh I mean like even like like you don't have to play the the $6500 goalkeepers if you don't want to. No, you don't have but, to. But I wouldn't I wouldn't just say like no, I'm going to play I'm going to play Jake Edinger just just because. Like right. if he fits, if you're playing lineups where he fits, those would be lineups like the the high price goalkeepers would be lineups where you're not playing McKinnon, you're not playing Pasternak, you're not playing higher price guys and truthfully when we take a look at our projections right here as of 10:40 a.m. I mean a lot of the guys even underneath like in this like 7 to 8k range mm-hmm. I don't stand out from a median standpoint but I think that also means that the field I mean we may get I mean if I take away goalkeeper goalkeepers here I mean, one thing that I like to do in all sports, just like NBA, NFL, I like taking good players when they're not going to be owned. Good players that have a seal, like they're good. They may be in a bad matchup. They may be, you know, maybe overpriced. But if they're good, they could score 30 points in NHL on random days whenever, right? I don't like playing Mm -hmm. like, oh, I'm going to get contrarian by... By playing a thirty-six hundred dollar guy that does typically does nothing, and hopefully they get something at one percent ownership. It's like it feels like, like if people are gonna gravitate towards Pasternak and McKinnon, like we have Crosby and, and Jake Gunsel here. Or yeah, what about Zach what Heine. what about what about McDavid? He's McDavid, probably gonna go. He's gonna go way so, under under owned today. I bet. True, but you're gonna have to pay for. It. Like I'm looking at it as. Or or Leon or Leon Dreisaitl, yeah, seventy five hundred. Yeah, he, he's he's typically my my go to one off when uh when he when he plays on the second line for the Oilers. But I mean, how many people are playing Matthew Kachuk and right. and 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 uh, Travis Konechny or Tage Thompson? Yep. I mean, there's there's a lot of guys in this 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 high six to low eight k range that if you told me Sam Reinhart had as four points today, two goals and two assists. Right. Against Philadelphia. Like, like that could happen. Kyle Connor. I mean, th- for their median, they're not priced. They're they're overpriced. But right. I, I'd much that... rather take a shot on on now. I wouldn't would I put multiple of these guys in my lineup? Probably not. No. But to me, to me, I almost feel like I'd there's gonna be a lot of lineups that look like McKinnon or Pasternak and 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 Palat. Or Tanner Pearson, or said they're going to be those barbell types, and then people right. will take a bunch of mid-range five k, six k players. It's like you could avoid the three k guy and the nine k guy and just play guys, right? Mm-hmm. You could pay that. You could play for Ananin. You could pay for a sixty-five hundred dollar goalkeeper and punt at one of your defender spots with some correlated, you know, some high three k type of defender, and then just load up. I mean, I mean, I that's why I take a look at that. At Florida. Yeah. And I go, this doesn't seem like the type of slate that, like, if you're going to play, I mean, you can play either either line one or line two. Yeah. with Bre- Even with, like, Brandon Montour or something at 4,400. 
And I don't know how many people are playing Florida because if you try to play, if you try to play four of these guys, you price yourself out of of a nine K player. And, and and they have a three and a half total, just like Dallas, uh, just like Boston, uh, just like Colorado, just like Edmonton. And I don't think anyone's going to play Florida. So they have the same total also. So Right. It's, but just understand a, that from a value standpoint, median-wise, they are overpriced. Oh, definitely. There's a lot of – there's not a lot of, like, you know, uh, like condensed ownership on the slate because of that reason. A lot of these guys are, are overpriced for their median. I mean, you also have, like, Winnip- Winnipeg. Like Winnipeg, Pittsburgh, like some of these games, like it just feels like the players are over, like the players are overpriced. But I wouldn't be shocked if they were, if this this game went over six and a half. Like, like, I mean, that's the issue that I have here. It's like I look at Philly, Florida, and go, this could easily be a six three game, right? And then I look at Washington, Montreal, and go, well, look at all this value, and it could easily be a two to one game, right? Dallas, yeah, Buffalo, I look at, I go, Dallas could score six goals here. And it's possible that no one gets there because every it's all spread out. So it's like, who do I play? And then you look at Boston, and that's why it comes to me, it comes back to Boston. It's like, I feel the most comfortable with Boston one. Like if I like I and and McAvoy isn't isn't that expensive either. Like you could play, like, dude, you could play all of them if you want. I mean, even if, if you easily in single in single entry, like I, I wouldn't put it past myself even in like the 222 to just say, I'm going to play Van Resnick, Pasternak, Zacha, Marchand and McAvoy. I just play the entire power play one unit and then just figure out the rest of my lineup and just be like Boston power play. Just get me some goals. I don't care who mm-hmm. scores them. And I think I could get enough points that I could beat 100 people. Yeah. No, I think that's a very viable strategy. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't know what to do with this Winnipeg Pittsburgh game because I'm just not really sure. I kind of like that line too with their prices, but I, I don't really know how well uh, Monahan's, you know, going to do in his first game. So um, definitely a little tricky there with uh, with the Jets. I mean, to me, uh, the, the, the I like the Pittsburgh side of the game, right? It's just that it's hard for me to justify paying 8K and 7,900 for a Crosby-Gunsel combination. Like, I'd want to play, like, one of them. Maybe mix but it or You're overpaying for good players, at least, right? Right. But, I, I mean, know. now I'm overplaying multiple they're, they're times. At, they're at home. They're at home, at least. Uh, they are going against the best goaltender in hockey. But, you know, they could hit a ceiling. I'd rather just play a one. It feels like, like Gunsel one off, and I'm good. Something like that. Same thing for Kachuk. It feels like these are the guys that's like, okay, I can play Kachuk as a one-off. And I'm good. Anything else on this? Anything else you're you're looking at? I mean, obviously, this is the first look. You'll have the uh, the plate summary and the expert survey out. But anything else? I would just say be uh, aware of how much Washington, Montreal you're getting. I don't like that game. I think it's kind of a trap. I know they're going to project well uh, for, you know, for a reason because they're cheap. It's a good matchup, but I'm really scared of Washington chalk, like really scared of it. And I, 
and I, I I play watching them when they're not chalk, and I still I'm still scared of it. Right. Um, like cash games, maybe it's okay, but I really I really question the ceiling for Washington. And I'm a guy that plays like you know higher dollar, smaller field stuff, and I play chalkier stuff, but to, I don't really like that today. But it really comes down to what what you're saying. It really comes down to the ceiling, right? Aspect. Like right. I think I think if you play Washington Montreal, if you play the lineup, where you're playing Ovechkin, you're playing Pacioretty, you're playing Caulfield, you're playing Carlson. I don't necessarily think you're going to be highly disappointed with the scores that they get from a meeting. Like Ovechkin has like thirteen. Right with no goals, right. and Carlson has twelve, and Caulfield has ten, or so. Like you're looking yeah. at that lineup, going, okay, there's no like it's not, there's no icebergs, there's no you know, you got no <laughs> flames either. But I mean, you're looking at that, and it's like okay, if you're playing double ups, and you get you know thirteen points from Ovechkin at fifty nine hundred, you're not you're you're satisfied. Like it's right. fifty nine hundred. Why? Why the hell not? But in order to win a GPP, I think it's much more like like I'd, I'd much rather take a shot on the Dallas guys. I'd much rather take a shot on 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 a game like I could see Dallas. I could be. I mean, Dallas Buffalo. It just feels like. I mean, when it comes to Buffalo, I don't know about you. It feels like they either some days they show up and some days they just just said today's not our day and we're going to lose eight to one. I mean, Tage Thompson at 6,700 seems too cheap. Same thing with Skinner, but I'm not going to play them against Dallas. No, uh, no chance at all. Okay, eight-game slate. I mean, it, I like these. I, I, I don't know about you, but I would much prefer NHL DFS to be this size slate every day. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Rather than these like two and then 13 and then three oh, and yeah. then 11. And like, I like, I wish, you, you I wish every nice... slate in every sport was six to eight games basketball, baseball, uh, hockey. Uh, I would love it to be six to eight. That's my favorite number range. I'm a, I'm, I like a little bit more, a little bit more. I'm, I'm more of the give me, give me seven to nine, give me eight, eight to 10 mm-hmm. every day. Now, obviously, once you get up to 10, it's hard. Well, baseball, you could do it, but maybe not in hockey. But yeah, you give me a slate like this, an eight-game NHL slate every day. That'd be and I wouldn't amazing. get rusty, right? Because right. I'm like you. I don't. I really. Do, I don't play the. The okay, we have two games. We all we have three games. Right. Because it's a it's an entirely different strategy playing yes. those types of slates, which I'm fine doing. It's just that I I feel like I put my money elsewhere on those days mm-hmm. and have to do the the mental gymnastics of. I got to play purposely crappy lineups just to be different from the other lineups that are going to be too chalky on these yeah. types of slates with eight games, dude, I could build a Boston power play one lineup. No problem. And, and I just and still I have just a decent lineup and still be lower owned. Yeah. I just play props on two game slates and there's not that many props to play. Right. Makes it easy. Yeah. And if you're going to play props, use our props and pick them package here. At Roto Grinders, right? We have the pick'em tool. You could load it up. We have the prize picks NHL stuff, and it's loaded with our projections. Always check the timestamp to make sure that you know it's updated. We also have the scores and odds prop model. 
right, for the NHL. That's that's tied right into our projections. I mean, I literally just download our projections, and I, I mean, after this show, that's what I'm going to do. I'm just going to let me take a look at the statistical projections, and I just go on DraftKings or FanDuel or BetMGM or wherever they have the best number and the best price, and I go bang, 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 bang. Typically, I'm doing 30, 40 bucks each, and I'm done. Right, takes me about five, five, maybe five minutes, seven minutes. Bang, 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 and as so far this this NHL season, I I have a just under a five percent return, five percent ROI. That's really which, good. Which yeah. is you know, I try. I my my goal is typically somewhere somewhere in the five to seven range. At times it could be higher. It depends on the sport. I think NHL good five five six percent is good. I mean, should be mm-hmm. gold, but, uh, but I mean, NFL, you could get much higher. Baseball, you could get much higher only because uh, the numbers move more, right? right. Uh, so getting them, like to me, NHL, the NHL prop markets aren't looked at as much. Mm-hmm. So like you could have a, you if you, the best ones that you find, you'll get a very big edge on. But overall, if you just bet a model, like you could probably squeak out, you know, five to seven percent, no problem. Uh, in baseball and football, or the early lines are are worse. Right. And you'll see. You'll see when baseball comes around. You know, twelve thirty, one o'clock in the morning, they'll post these strikeout props, and you'll have a a two strikeout discrepancy compared to projection. Right, you get it then, and then you wake up in the morning, and that shit's gone. Right, yes. NHL, it football, doesn't. Know, football, NHL, like football, moves so fast. NFL yeah. moves so fast. So get them early. NHL, maybe not. Maybe you don't have to worry as much. But dude, I've seen and I've seen them take them. Dude, DraftKings take stuff off the board. Like DraftKings doesn't yes. move yet. It, it, they right. Like, I I'll lo- I'll load up our projections and see something with like a like a 32% edge. And by the time, like, I'll go, oh, okay, let me go. And it's like, where is it? That means, so, right. so, that means someone, someone tried to be too greedy. That's, that's, right. that's what I think. <laughs> Cause that's what ends up happening. If, if you try to be too greedy, they'll take notice. So that means someone else saw that also tried to, you yeah. know, bet the max or something. And then they go, oh, let's take it right. down. And now not everyone and everyone else can't have it. When, when, when you're betting, when you're flat betting, like I do, I don't know if they could tell. I'm betting it. I'm betting 20, 40, 60 things at a time, all the same. Yeah, I mean, well, that's the reason why my ROI is a little bit lower than if you just like try to get like the best of the best. But the more that you get, the best of the best, Tim. The more uh, your bet sizes get limited down to the less of the less. <laughs> right. Yeah. Exactly. So, Tim, anything else for the NHL today? Uh, not for the NHL, but I'll be on Grinders Live later with Dean for NBA. So you'll be on with Dean and for what, Grinders Live, right. And then Crunch yeah, Time yeah. is afterward. Right, because yeah. you kind of flip-flop. You Sometimes you're on I Crunch do. Time. Sometimes you're... Which, one, which one's harder to do? Is it is Grinders Live, I, obviously some of the news may not be out yet, and then but on Crunch Time, sometimes you get news where you have to just react as quickly as possible. I think crunch time's harder to do because you have to move so fast, especially with NBA. Like a lot of times, grinders, on, a lot of times, grinders, 
Grinders Live, yeah. you're sitting there going, uh, this is what we think, but anything could change. So it just feels right. like you're just laying back and waiting. It really depends on the sport, but basketball crunch time is the hardest. Baseball crunch time is is easy. easy. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Co- covering baseball is easy just in general. Right. Occasionally, hey, sometimes we don't get that Dodgers lineup in time True. for lock. Sometimes, sometimes, you know, we get a oh catcher change or you know, occasionally, once in a while. But I mean that's what I like about it. that's what that's that's why I like MLB. Less stress. I guess Tim likes less stress also. Hit that thumbs up button. Hit the thummy thumbs. Hit the subscribe button. Hit the notification bell to always know when we go live. Tomorrow I have uh, TJ on. We'll be doing an NBA DFS and props and everything else. Uh, catch Tim in the Discord. If you have not signed up for the NHL Discord, it's free. It shouldn't be free. I'm telling you it shouldn't be free. I wish they would just make it a pay channel, part of the premium, but it's not. And I don't know why. Can someone tell me why? It's too good. Rotogrinders.com slash Discord. It's, it's free. Join us. Have fun. Right? Just don't troll or anything. It's a pretty good community in there. So uh, join Rotogrinders.com. Right? You got Moneyball 16 in there. You got Tim in there. You got Taylor in there. You got a bunch of really good players. A lot of the, hey, you go to the top 20, the NHL rankings on Rotogrinders. You got like a third of those people like in the chat also. So uh so we got yeah. some really smart people in there. And uh I guess I'll see you tomorrow. So I'm here. I'm here for you guys. Monday through Friday, eleven o'clock Eastern. Talking about all things you're thinking about in daily fantasy, props and pick 'em on Roto Grinders today. <laughs>